0: Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. I'm sitting on a rock in the middle of Hellhole Canyon, literally in the middle. I'm just about halfway through. Right here in this spot, it's about, oh, probably 10 feet across... Uh, The wall on one side, and I'm just guessing here, probably 100 feet high, and the other one 200 feet high. So, a long, narrow canyon littered with rocks from Rock Falls. The sky here is just a flat gray. There's a gentle breeze blowing. It's probably... Oh, it was mid-80s when I left the car and, well, I can't tell if it's just cooler down here, but it probably feels like it's about 75 right here. This is a funny little canyon. You park your car on the side of the road and walk for a mile just across this scrubby desert getting closer and closer to this wall of rocks in the distance and then you know pretty soon you get there and you're scrambling over these boulders to get down into this little canyon in some parts of the year there is a waterfall supposedly but I've never seen it and there's no waterfall right now it's dry down here there are some spots where there's puddles of still water with some Algae growing across the top. Doesn't look like they've been disturbed in a while. Although, if there is a single drop, I am going to stop talking immediately and book it out of here. I'm going to read a poem today by Jim Harrison. It's called I Believe. This is from his book In Search of Small Gods. I believe in steep drop-offs, the thunderstorm across the lake in 1949, cold winds, empty swimming pools, the overgrown path to the creek, raw garlic, unused tires, taverns, saloons, bars, gallons of red wine, abandoned farmhouses, stunted lilac groves, gravel roads that end, brush piles, thickets, girls who haven't quite gone totally wild, River eddies, leaky wooden boats, the smell of used engine oil, turbulent rivers, lakes without cottages lost in the woods, the primrose growing out of a cow's skull, the thousands of birds I've talked to all my life, the dogs that talked back, the chihuahuan ravens that follow me on long walks, the rattler escaping the cold hose, The fluttering unknown gods that I nearly see from the left corner of my blind eye struggling to stay alive in a world that grinds them underfoot I hate to say that this poem seems conventional at the beginning but it kind of does I believe and then a list of things that you know might be described as archetypally manly you know the smell of used engine oil taverns, saloons, bars, gallons of red wine, the you know, raw garlic, leaky wooden boats, you know, it just, it seems like hey, this is a poem about a dude being a dude, and in some respects, yeah, it kind of is. And if that were all it was, I think I'd still like this poem, and I think it would still work. I think this is a poem that you could write, too. Now, A poem like this seems like it's something that could be dashed off but as i've said about many other poems there is always that work of revision and rethinking that goes into it so even just making a list try it yourself sit down and decide you're going to write a poem called i believe and then start listing things off that you believe this kind of things notice that these are all well they're mostly nouns but They're all of a type, and they're all indicating more than what they're saying. You get little pieces kind of coming through. For instance, where he says, The thousands of birds I've talked to all my life, the dogs that talked back, the chihuahua and ravens that follow me on long walks. Those three animals, the ravens, the birds, and the dogs, we get an indication of Harrison's character in that. He's a guy who walks along and talks to things. He probably looks, or my image of the guy, hmm. the pictures I've, the pictures I've seen of Harrison looks a little bit like me, crazy looking full black and white beard, kind of a middle-aged loner man. Yeah. But as this poem builds some momentum building a character of the kind of guy it shifts here at the end the rattler escaping the cold hose the fluttering unknown gods that i nearly see from the left corner of my blind eye look at how many things that he's done to give some distance between the gods and himself The gods are fluttering. The gods are unknown. The gods can only nearly be seen. And they're only nearly seen from the left corner of a blind eye. That's a lot of might, maybe, could hedging that he's doing there about these gods. But he says he believes in the fluttering unknown gods that I nearly see from the left corner of my blind eye. Okay. But the last line struggling to stay alive in a world that grinds them underfoot what kind of gods are struggling to stay alive or perhaps what are the gods that the world is grinding underfoot that are struggling to stay alive Harrison believes in those fluttering unknown gods that he can nearly see and he tells us something about society which, by extension, is all of us. It's the world that we live in. Now, in some respects, those fluttering unknown gods are part of or are revealed by that long list that precedes it. Everything from the, the bars and taverns to the girls who haven't quite gone totally wild. All of those are indicative of these, of these fluttering unknown gods. So the long list that precedes this declaration at the end, or this assertion at the end about the gods that he believes in, the list is a way of revealing who those gods are, what kind of gods they are. This does seem like a good poem to be reading in a canyon called Hell Hole, where I've just had to sweat for a mile and a half to get here and scramble over a bunch of boulders and only drew a little bit of blood on a day that started warm and is now getting cooler there's a breeze blowing through the canyon and i still worry a little bit about the rain now i hope one thing is clear that when i pause and read a poem and then talk about it i'm never trying to give the full explication of everything a poem means First of all, in almost no case could I tell you really what a poem means. Not entirely. But I can tell you a lot what it means to me. And sometimes I only tell you part of what it means to me. What I'm trying to give you is just a, a, a wedge. Just a way into the poem. One piece that you might understand. And I hope as I read it the second time that you will take that wedge, take a little bit of the understanding that I might have given you, but then you'll add to it your own and you'll find something in these poems, something that I haven't thought of or something that doesn't apply to me, something that might apply specifically to you. This is a good poem for doing that. We've talked a little about the fluttering unknown gods, but I think I'm really just scratching the surface. So let's read Jim Harrison's poem, I Believe, one more time. I believe in steep drop-offs, the thunderstorm across the lake in 1949, cold winds, empty swimming pools, the overgrown path to the creek, raw garlic, used tires, taverns, saloons, bars, gallons of red wine, Abandoned farmhouses, stunted lilac groves, gravel roads that end, brush piles, thickets, girls who haven't quite gone totally wild, river eddies, leaky wooden boats, the smell of used engine oil, turbulent rivers, lakes without cottages lost in the woods, the primrose growing out of a cow skull. The thousands of birds I've talked to all my life, the dogs that talked back, the chihuahua and ravens that follow me on long walks, the rattler escaping the cold hose, the fluttering unknown gods that I nearly see from the left corner of my blind eye struggling to stay alive in a world that grinds them underfoot.